0: When it comes to niching down in business, there are a lot of things to consider. And that's exactly what Andrea Singletary and I are talking about on today's episode. So if you're ready to increase your client leads without adding more time to your workday, this one's for you. Let's get started. Hey, and welcome to the Mama Business Podcast. Are you ready to grow your business from home but aren't sure where to start? Do you find yourself searching for how to get more clients, increase engagement, or set up your online systems? Do you worry that you'll fail or give up when the babysitter cancels again? (laughs) Hey, I'm Sarah Brumley. I'm a wife, mom of three, and a corporate gal turned entrepreneur. For years, I chased the idea that building a successful business meant neglecting my family. I wasted way too much money and time. After a full-blown burnout, I realized I needed to focus on a marketing strategy that worked for me, not the other way around, and I can't wait to share that same strategy with you. In this podcast, you'll find easy to implement growth strategies so that you can grow your business without the guesswork. So strap that kid into the stroller or grab that lukewarm coffee and let's get started. This is Mama Business. Well, hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Mama Business Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Brumley, and today I'm super excited to have Andrea Singletary joining me. Andrea is a wife, a mom to two, and a virtual assistant turned podcast manager. Before becoming a podcast manager, Andrea worked in the early childhood field for over 10 years. With a master's degree in child development, she served as a preschool director until her job closed in 2020. Like a lot of moms at the time, Andrea unexpectedly became a stay-at-home mom, which she grew to love since she could experience all of those incredible first moments with her son. But after being a stay-at-home mom for over a year, she wanted to create something for herself so she could reclaim her identity. In October of 2021, while 12 weeks pregnant with her second child, Andrea launched her virtual assistant business, and while it grew quickly, she began to burn out due to the wide variety of services she was providing. She quickly realized that it was time to find her niche, and in April of 2022, she decided to pursue becoming a podcast manager, and the Mama Turned Mompreneur podcast production was born. Andrea now works with amazing mompreneurs, helping them grow and scale their businesses through podcasting, and she's also the host of the Mama Turned Mompreneur podcast. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into this conversation. Hey, Andrea, thanks for joining me today. I'm so excited to have you here with us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I know that my listeners just got a chance to hear a bit about you, but I'd love if you could chat a bit about how you got started with your business and essentially how it's become what it is today.
1: Yeah, so I actually started out as a virtual assistant. Um, I launched my virtual assistant while I was 12 weeks pregnant with my daughter and caring for my one-year-old son at the time. So that was super fun. Um, And from there, like it took off. But I was getting burnt out quickly because I was offering so many different services, social media management, website design, um, general admin, just doing all the things. And it wasn't fulfilling for me. So I wanted to find something that I could niche in, um, something that I would enjoy and light me up. And I came across um, Lauren Wrighton's podcast manager program, honestly did not know that people managed other people's podcasts. I just assumed they just got uploaded and that was that. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, So I dug more into that. And as I researched more and learned more about it, I was really intrigued. Um, I was already an avid podcast listener. Um, After I had my son, I really got into listening to different motherhood podcasts just because, you know, being a first time mom, it can be a lot. Um, So just trying to learn all the things. And so, yeah, I took Lauren Wrighton's course and I absolutely loved it. And I just went straight for podcast management. And now almost 10 months later, um, I'm
0: doing it, have some amazing clients and yeah. Wow. That's an incredible story. I think that yours sounds very similar to mine. I started with virtual assisting as well, and then very quickly realized that there are way too many things you can take onto your plate (laughs) and feel very overwhelmed. So as a mom with a little one at home too, I knew that that wasn't sustainable long-term. Yeah, for sure. And I love the perspective that you're giving to my listeners right now, because um you didn't know that podcast management was a thing. And I think that a lot of my listeners, if they're just thinking about starting a business, there's a lot of stuff out there that we don't even maybe even know that is a thing. So as you're starting to look at the things you enjoy and the skill set that you, you know, you like, or the things that you even just like to listen to, like you were saying with podcasts, it's really nice when you can take something you love and then make it into the business that you really want to have.
1: Yeah, for sure. Definitely. If you're going to be an entrepreneur, you want to do something you love because this is not an easy journey, especially as a mom. So you want to make sure that you're doing something that lights
0: you up. Absolutely. Absolutely. So well, I'm sure we can talk about that a lot more, but today I just love to jump into the topic of running an online business as a busy mama, which you are as well. We just talked about that, but specifically I'd love to have you talk to my listeners about and help us understand a little bit more the importance of niching or niching. I don't know everybody talks about it differently, but (laughs) how you can use that um, pairing back or making it a little bit more specific to increase your client leads as well. So, um, if that sounds good to you, we can just jump right in yeah for sure so with niching down i
1: one thing i want to say is before you decide on your niche you should try out different things Mm -hmm. and the reason why is because you won't know if you like something until you try it and in the online space there's so much that you can do like especially after having covid hit a lot of businesses have moved things to like everything being virtual. So realizing that people don't have to come into a physical office to get things done. So I do recommend trying things out. But the benefit of finding your niche is that you're able to really perfect that area so you can learn different skill sets related to that so for instance for me as a podcast manager there's so many services i can offer within this it's not limited to just editing the episodes i help out with show notes creating graphics strategizing you know giving feedback for growth i'm also consulting and then two um private podcasts are starting to become very popular. So helping my clients utilize private podcasts to grow their business, whether as a lead magnet or exclusive content. So there's so much I can do within the realm of podcast management. And so I'm able to pick out those things that I like and enjoy and really focusing on perfecting those skills. And because I am perfecting those skills, I am able to Generate more income, and in that I get to charge higher for my services because I've perfected that skill set. I've learned a lot more. I'm keeping up with the trends within that skill set. So, that is the nice thing about niching down is that you focus on that specific area and you're not being pulled in all these different directions because you're trying to do all the things. But also, as a busy mom, I get to set my hours. So because I do podcast management, I don't have to necessarily be available during normal business hours because my clients record their episodes and get me their notes and different things like that. They just upload it to Google Drive. So unless we have a meeting, which I would make myself available during normal business hours for that, I don't necessarily have to be available during those regular times. So I'm able to be present for my kids when they're home with me. Um, Tuesdays and Thursdays are the days that my kids are home. So those days I don't work unless it's during like nap time or something like that. So that is the nice thing of niching down is that you really can create this business that is specific to your season of life. You set those hours. You really look at the services you want to provide. And you're able to reach those clients who are willing to pay more because this is a much needed service.
0: Absolutely. And I think that, you know, we talk a lot on the Mama Business podcast, so my listeners are familiar, but just systemizing too. Mm -hmm. It's got to be a lot easier to do that when you are niched down because you're not doing all the things in every direction. You're following similar processes for different things. So you can use the same systems and the same, you know, checklist and that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, 100%. So for instance, I use Dubsado for my client relationship management. So I've been able to have someone come in and set up like those workflows. So like after a discovery call, I'm not having to go and recreate a proposal or anything like that. Like I have all of those systems in place where it's automated. And that's because I have my services set. I have all of this stuff in order. I'm not like, oh, wait, do they want social media management or podcast management. No, everything is related to podcast management. So it's all set. Um, So that definitely does make things easier on you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love Dapsado. That's one of the ones that I've enjoyed using a lot. Yeah. Um, So we've talked a little bit about how to niche or um, why this is important, I mean, but Mm -hmm. so how do you determine which niche will allow you to grow and scale your business?
1: Yeah, so it goes back to like I was saying, you want to try out different things first to determine what is something you're going to enjoy doing long term, but also looking at is this something that can grow with you as your business expands? So for me, I'm in the process of scaling. And so this year I realized that doing a lot of one-to-one client work, like um, a monthly retainer, I'm not going to really be able to scale that way. So Mm -hmm. I had to look at creating like a VIP day offer that I can charge higher for. And again, looking at my season of life, I have an eight month old and a two year old. So something that I can realistically commit to. And so that's something you want to keep in mind in choosing your niche. Is it something that will allow you to create like a VIP day or like a done for you in a day type of situation that you can charge higher for. So you're still meeting your monthly incomes. You're still growing your business, but it's not requiring more of your time and your energy. Cause as a busy mom, you don't necessarily have that, especially if your kids are like five and younger, they are much more dependent upon you. So you want to look at that. So looking at like website design, that is something that, especially if you start learning coding and different things like that, you can charge pretty high for that. And there are some people who offer like build your website in a day and yeah, it's it costs a lot more, but people are willing to pay for that because they really need that website up quickly. So looking at those type of niches um, that are sustainable. So like for instance, with general administration, I don't really see a way that you can get out of offering either hourly or some type of monthly retainer. So that's something that won't be sustainable for you.
0: Correct. Do you um recommend n- niching down or niching down um based on the type of client that you serve as well or is this just like in the industry itself? So Definitely, you can do
1: both. Um, That's something I've done. So I offer podcast management to mom entrepreneurs. That's because I love working with other moms, but you don't have to. But it is nice to consider like the type of people you want to work with. So maybe you're really into like health and wellness. So you'll want to work with individuals who work in that space. So again, it kind of goes back to what it is that you're going to enjoy that's going to light you up. That's something that you're going to keep with it, especially on those days where it's very challenging
0: yeah absolutely so I know that you have talked about this a little bit on your podcast but I just love to hear your opinions on niching down early on in your business rather than waiting a while and I know we touched on that just a little bit but um, what are your thoughts on that I say
1: wait at least six months especially when you're first starting out because again, if you don't try out different things, you won't mm-hmm. necessarily find that thing that you truly enjoy and you want to build your business around. So there's no need to rush, especially when you're first starting out, you know, try working with different and working in different types of industry, try offering different services just so you can kind of get a feel for things, but also talking to other people, seeing what they're doing and everything and what their experiences are. That helps a lot too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Very cool. So once you know your niche, you have to have a way to connect to your ideal client, obviously, and actually get those client leads. So I'd love to know you are big into the podcasting end of things. I love podcasting. So how do you see podcasting playing into that? Getting ideal clients after you've figured out exactly where you're where you're going with your business.
1: Yeah. So with my podcast, I have had the opportunity to um, interview a lot of different women in different um, industries because I'm not an expert in all things. And so although a big focus of my podcast is growing your business through podcasting, I do like to have other individuals on there who can speak to like website design and different things like that, because those are important components when it comes to being an online business owner. Mm -hmm. And so through those connections, I've been able to gain clients. And so that is one of the ways I utilize my podcast is having people on and more than likely they end up want to work with me. Um, But also too, um, I use my podcast. I promote my services. You know, I talk about the benefits of podcasting, how it's benefited my business, my client's business. And so my listeners hear that and they're like, okay, I need to start a podcast for my business. So the nice thing with podcasts is that it's evergreen. So it's always available. So you may create an episode today and maybe six months from now, someone comes across it and they're like, okay, I have to work with this person. I need their services. So it's always available. And that is one of the things I love about it because with social media, we've seen, especially like Instagram, either it's down, you get kicked out of your account. You can't guarantee your ideal clients are going to even see your content. Like there's just so much that goes into it. So the nice thing about podcasting, especially for busy moms, is that you're, you can, there are different things you can do to grow your business with it, but also you can, you know, record a bunch of episodes ahead of time you know, batch record so that way you're saving that time and you're not worrying about getting that content out there so it saves you a lot of time too compared to like having to be on social media for hours not just with posting but engaging and all of that stuff that comes with social media
0: Absolutely. Yeah, we've had a lot of discussions about social media lately. Yeah. <laughs> There's been a lot going on there for sure. Yeah. Well, and I I love to refer to podcasting as one of the cornerstone content creation platforms, because I tend to refer to it as like anything you're creating the big, long content on, right? Mm -hmm. So that's blogging, that's YouTube potentially for videos, if you love video content, and then that's podcasting for audio content. And I think all three have merits to them, but that one, every business needs at least one of those outlets to be able Mm -hmm. to connect with their ideal client. And I personally love podcasting and blogging. So those are my favorite, but yeah, for sure. And the nice thing
1: is too, that you can repurpose your podcast. Mm -hmm content into so many other things. And I know you've talked about that on your show too. So yeah, that's one of the things I love about the long form content is that you can pull so much from it and make it into smaller pieces of content.
0: Yeah, and you can use social media too if that's a place mm-hmm. that you love to be to repurpose that content, but you don't yeah. have to worry about that platform going down if you're already on podcasting or somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's great. Awesome. So, what are some of the signs or like, you know, that you're ready to niche down in your business?
1: Yeah, so I will use myself as an example. So, when I was working as a virtual assistant, I found myself getting burnt out, and that was because I was offering so many different services. Um, So, like, I was offering social media management for one client, um, general administration for another client, blog copywriting for another client. And so having to switch gears, going from client to client... It was just very draining and exhausting. And so if you're at that point in your business where you're tired of having to switch from one thing to the next, and you want to just be able to focus on one thing in your business, then that is definitely a sign that it's time to niche down. Another sign is is that you've reached a certain income point and you haven't been able to get past it like after three to six months. And if you're just stuck there, then it's time to look at doing something different in your business. So again, niching down, finding that thing that you want to focus on in your business, but also, um, getting the training or whatever you need to expand upon that skill set. So that way you can offer more services within that niche. And then, um, Another sign is, too, is that if you're finding that what you're doing, you don't enjoy it anymore, like it's to the point where you're dreading having to do client work, then you definitely want to look at niching down because being with being an entrepreneur you don't want to you don't want this to feel like it's just another job like you want it to be something you're passionate about that you enjoy like even in the hard times you enjoy it you look forward to it so you want to again find that thing that lights you up that you really enjoy that you know that you can stick with and go with that
0: yeah because you didn't become an entrepreneur to be miserable doing it yes (laughs)
1: Exactly. You can just go to a nine to five for that. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: And get paid consistently and not have to find your clients and all of that. Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, I love those tips. Thank you. All righty. So as we get ready to wrap up our chat, I'd love to be able to give the Mama Business listeners something that they could take action on immediately when it comes to this concept of niching down. Yeah. So
1: one thing you can do is looking at your business and the services you're currently offering, kind of do some self reflection. Is what you're currently doing something you're enjoying? Realistically, is it sustainable? Like, do you see yourself being able to scale your business with your current offerings? And then from there, if it's not something you're enjoying, if it's not something you can realistically realistically grow your business with, looking at, well, what it is do you actually enjoy doing? What type of work do you enjoy doing? What is something maybe you want to learn more about and pursuing that, you know, so that way you can find your niche.
0: Good. Awesome. So go ahead and just take a moment and remind everyone where they can find you so that they can come find your amazing podcasting services. I think you also offer some uh, training on your website as well? Yeah. So, um,
1: my website is mama turned mompreneur.com and all of my social media handles. It's the same mama turned mompreneur and, um, the services I offer. So I offer, um, strategy session. So if you are either looking to start a podcast and you have so many ideas and you don't know what to focus on in your podcast, I can support you with that in a strategy session. Or if you already have a podcast and you're not seeing that growth you desire, I go in and I do a full-on audit with you and we look at what we can do to help you grow your podcast. So that's one of my services. I also provide support with launching your podcast and then and I, uh, my newest offering is a private podcast VIP day. So I help my clients launch a private podcast to grow and scale their business. If you're not familiar with what a private podcast is, I have an entire episode on that. So go check out my podcast, Mama Turn Mompreneur.
0: Yeah. It's a great episode too. So you should definitely check it out. I was learning a lot listening to it for sure. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Thank Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it and all the value that you provided to both me and my listeners. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Alrighty, mama, I would love to hear your biggest takeaway from this episode with Andrea. Wasn't she awesome? I think it's so amazing when we get to have people on this podcast that are willing to have a discussion with us about stuff that I'm not an expert in. You heard Andrea say that she's not an expert in everything, and I think that that just points to how important it is that we have a community of like-minded mamas, business owners, whatever it is around us, supporting us, giving us advice, and pushing us to be able to become the best entrepreneurs, the best mama business owners we possibly can. Anyways, shoot me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Sarah L. Brumley, and I'd love to hear what you took away from this episode. And even if you're niching down, Um, and what that looks like for you. So anyways, I hope you have an amazing day and I will chat with you again next time.